This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I am so excited about today's guest. She is an incredible woman. I was on her amazing show not too long ago. We met through a close friend of ours, Chris Vadino, who is an incredible psychic medium and just such a cool and amazing person. And he told me that I needed to connect with her to be on her show. And now fast forward, I've been telling her I wanted her to come on my show. And I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about her, but I want to talk about the synergy of why this is really cool of her coming on today. So she does many, many things and she's extremely talented, but she recently fell into also a spiritual practice, which actually Chris Medina encouraged of her and told her that she had that own gift. And during this time in the pandemic and everything going on with a lot of people's awakenings, she started actually studying this and learning it and became a psychic medium and also Reiki master. So I have the incredible Kelly Dillon, who is an accomplished broadcaster, journalist, and voiceover artist for over 12 years of experience. She's currently can be heard weekdays, evenings, reporting the traffic on two of NYC's top news radio stations, 1010 Winds and WCBS 880 AM. Prior to joining the team at Entercom, the New Jersey native could be seen and heard in NYC and beyond reporting the traffic and news for Good Day New York on Fox 5, 1010 Winds, Bloomberg Radio, ESPN, and New Jersey 101.5. She also served as a fill-in reporter for all four of Connecticut's news channels, NBC, Connecticut, Fox 51, and so many more. And so, like I was saying, she has this incredible background. You know, she also works as an influencer. She's an entertainment journalist. She's had on some of the biggest names interview-wise, like Sarah Jessica Parker, Martha Stewart, you know, Andy Cohen, just like incredibly with hosting and producing online content. She's amazing. But what I really loved is that when her and I reconnected, like I was saying, is that she is on this spiritual journey. And I feel I am in this very similar place as well. And actually I feel like the world in general for those that really have kind of had an awakening during this time of 2020, it's been very interesting to say certain friends of mine that have gone through this. So Kelly, welcome to Everything with Allie Levine. What an intro, Allie. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. I am so honored to be a guest on your show. And I'm so glad Chris introduced us because you were just so, so amazing. I loved having you on my show uh, a little while back. So I'm so excited to return the favor and come on your show. So thank you so much for having me. Yes, I was on Kicking Back with Kelly and we had so much fun and we had such a great conversation. And yes, I'm so happy to have you today. I just like want to get right into things. But before we kind of like just dive in, why don't you give my listeners just a little bit of, you know, I mean, obviously you have quite the resume, but give us just a quick little background of like, you know, Kelly and who you are and how you kind of wound up in, you know, journalism and then fast forward to where you are now in 2020. Totally. It's a long story. And yes, I have way too many hats that I wear, but you know, (laughs) I don't think it's a bad thing. It's definitely a good thing. So uh, I started out in the world of broadcasting. I studied communication journalism in college. I went to Seton Hall University in New Jersey. I'm such a Jersey girl. So I studied uh, communication broadcasting there. And from there, I started interning everywhere, working my way up. And 
when I graduated, I got my first on-air job. I knew I wanted to be on-air and not behind the scenes. So you got to start in a small market and work your way up. So that's what I did. I started working for a very small AM radio station. I know like AM does not exist anymore. So wild. I'm totally dating myself, but a small news station in New Jersey. And I would go to local town hall meetings and, and cover the local news. That was my first on-air gig. And then from there, I started doing entertainment reporting, traffic reporting, kind of just going uh, around the circuit, going to different markets and working my way up. And eventually I landed in the New York City market, which is the number one market in broadcasting. And I have done traffic reporting, news reporting, entertainment reporting over the years on different TV and radio stations. At the moment, I, I'm heard uh, full-time on weekdays on the evenings on 1010 Winds and WCBS 880, which are two of the top uh, news radio stations here in New York City. So such an honor to be on, on these stations. And I just, I love what I do. I love broadcasting. In the past, I was on TV on Good Day New York on Fox 5 doing traffic reports there. I filled in uh, lots of TV stations in Connecticut I've worked at as well. And I used to do red carpet uh, reporting. I've interviewed, oh my goodness, every single housewife on Bravo you can think of. I've probably interviewed, love them all. I'm a Bravo-holic, so I'm all about a housewife interview. I've uh, had the pleasure of interviewing big stars like Sarah Jessica Parker, who is the nicest person ever, by the way. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. I Martha love Stewart. her. Oh, love her. Obsessed her one, with her. Yes. I mean, who's not? I met her once in New York and I was just like, oh my God, you're even better than what you see in person. Like, like, Seriously. Screen, like she's amazing. She is so gracious. One of the nicest celebrities I've had the pleasure of interviewing and meeting. Oh my goodness. And then people like Martha Stewart, who was interesting, I'll say, but that was, I mean, an amazing <laughs> interview. <laughs> she was interesting, but it's really funny. I have a connection to her. It's such a small world. So Martha Stewart is a Jersey girl. She grew up in New Jersey. She grew up next door to my grandmother, which is so crazy. My grandma used to babysit Martha Stewart when she was a kid. So I had a connection to her, um, and and she was very interesting to say to say the to say the least. Uh, an interesting interview. She's tough. She's very tough. But I think the fact that she knew my grandma, she she warmed up to me a bit. Wow, that's so cool. I mean, look at that, yeah. right? Especially going back to the what I was talking about in the beginning of the show, our you know spiritual connections. We're all aligned. We're all collected, like connected, like more than any of us really realize and the collective really is like here for each other oh my god you are so correct so funny you say that i literally just posted on instagram stories last night this is so oh my god like talk about timing girl graham hancock i'm obsessed with him i think he's so brilliant he was on the joe rogan experience probably like a year ago or two years ago this interview was but I've been kind of on a Graham Hancock kick lately watching all of his interviews. And he said pretty much the same exact quote. If only people realized how connected we all are, there would be no political or religious divides. There'd be no divides in general in this world because we're all so similar. And we all just want the same things in life. And people don't realize that. But like you said, we're so connected. And, and that cannot be true. Or that was beautifully spoken, what you said. Oh, thank you. Well, it, you know, it's just, I think this time with the pandemic and 2020 and I've had even my own like 
heavy spiritual awakenings. It's wild what this time has done for so many and what it's opened up. And so with like, you know, with that, you know, being said, Kelly, tell us, cause obviously like you just shared so much of your incredible, you know, background and all you do, you know, for work, but like you recently, as you told me before we came on, you've had this like real, you know, spiritual awakening. You've been working on your spiritual practice during this time and you become a psychic medium in your own practice and Reiki master, like how did that happen? And like, what, where, like, where, what are you doing? Where are things now? I know it's, it's been a wild 2020. I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, 2020, the worst year ever. But I'm like, no, it has been an amazing year and journey for me. I've been loving 2020. Of course, I'm so saddened by all, all the loss we've had uh, this year, but for me personally, it's, it's been incredible. So this all began about um, three years ago. I lost my father and my best friend within six months of each other. And after losing them, I was on a journey to connect with them. So my whole life, I've always been into spirituality and the occult, whatever you want to call it. I've always had a fascination with spirits and ghosts. Now I've seen spirits before, physical manifestations of spirits my whole life. And my whole life, I've also, I've always seen things. When I close my eyes, I've always seen vivid colors, geometric patterns, faces, images, objects. But I don't know why I assumed, oh, this is normal. Everybody sees things when they close their eyes. And now that I'm fully in this, I'm realizing, no, that's not quite normal. Not everyone sees things like that. So my whole life, um, I guess I've had this gift kind of hidden under the, the, the radar, but I truly believe I was meant to come into my abilities when I did. So after losing my father and my best friend, again, with, within six months of each other, I sought out the best psychic mediums I could find to connect with them. Uh, Chris Medina, our mutual friend, was one of them. Uh, I found him, actually, I found him by hearing him on other people's podcasts. And I just sent him an email asking him to come on my show. And he was amazing. He's amazing. So I, uh, like he's, he's amazing. And he's, uh, as you know, he's my neighbor and, you know, good friend. And he, you know, he really helped me when I was pregnant, you know, especially with Amelia, when I was like first kind of transitioning into being a mom and he saw so much for me that I just didn't even see. And it, it was just, he's so talented. It's like, it's really, truly like mind boggling. He truly is, and such a beautiful soul. He really, yeah, truly he, is. He, he cares, and he and he's so funny. Yes. You know this too. Like he'll say he's not love and light, and I always laugh at him because he, I know he means by that that he's so you know blunt and honest, and he's not going to sugarcoat things, and he wants to help you evolve. But like he really is such like a light and such a sweet soul and such a good person. And so I always laugh when he says that because I'm like, you're doing yourself a disservice when you say that because I get what you're saying, but like you're such a good person. I 100% agree with you. He cracks me up. I love him. He's, he's honestly so gifted. And um, every, you know, when I went all, to all these psychic mediums, including Chris, I was able to connect with my father and my best friend, which was incredible. But also at each of these readings I had with these different psychic mediums, each one said to me that I have a gift. I'm also a psychic medium and a healer, but I just don't know it yet. And I was like, get out of here. Like, no way. Like for instance, Chris on my podcast said to me, when you were young, you, you were gifted, but your parents kind of dismissed you. And then what happens to most children, you grow out of it by seven years old. You know, you don't have those gifts. They're kind of 
untapped, but most people, they do tap into them at some point in their life. I truly believe when you're meant to. And looking back, I, I think in my 20s, I would not have been ready for this. So I truly believe everything happens for a reason. And I was meant to develop uh, these abilities in, in my mid-30s, where I am right now. So I had um, a life-changing Reiki session in February with this amazing, amazing uh, woman who's now my mentor. And I go to, I, she, she teaches all these amazing mediumship classes and Reiki classes. So I've been studying under her, Lindsay Gatila of Hudson Mind, Body and Spirit. And uh, during this Reiki session, she's also a psychic medium. So afterwards she delivers messages to you. And she said to me, she goes, you are a very gifted psychic medium and a healer. You have been for many, many lifetimes and you were brought here to also uh, not only accomplish things, but also to help others and heal others. And you're gonna be doing what I am doing very, very, very soon. You're not gonna even realize how quickly it's gonna happen to you. She said it's gonna be fast and furious. And for whatever reason, when she said that to me, I don't know why, I just, something really resonated. And I was like, okay, maybe this is what I'm meant to do. So the next month in March, Right before COVID hit, I took uh, an intro to mediumship class with her. I signed up on a whim, not knowing what the heck I was getting myself into. And sure enough, um, they immediately pair you off as somebody and they're like, okay, read this person, connect with the loved one on the other side. I was connecting with, with loved ones for every single classmate by the end of that class. It was the most wild, wow. wild thing wow. ever. Wow. I was like, how am I doing this? I, I mean, I, I to this day, I, to this day, honestly, I'm still like, how the hell am I doing this? Like, this is just like above my head still, but it's just been, it's been a whirlwind. So since that class, I started studying more, doing more classes on psychic development, mediumship. I became a Reiki master during the quarantine, doing all of these online Zoom classes. So I was keeping it under the radar for a while because I was telling close friends and family, but I was like, I don't know how people are going to react when I tell them this. Because, you know, some people are a little iffy when it comes to spirituality. And uh, finally, I'd say in the past few months, I've been more vocal about it and I'm putting it out there, putting it out there on social media. And I started giving professional readings and healing sessions. So uh, I'm doing it, girl, which to me, I still cannot believe I'm where I am. Like, if you asked me, even just two years ago, if uh, I would have said you were crazy that I would be doing what I'm doing right now. But here I am. I'm a psychic medium and I'm a Reiki master. And I'm still, I still can't believe um, that's what I'm doing. But I love it. Honestly, I just feel like it's the right journey and path for me. And it just feels right. So I'm going with it. I love that. And thank you for saying that, like, if it just feels right and it, you know, it aligned with you at the right time for a reason and you're just going with it. Because I think a lot of, like, we both can speak to this as just entrepreneurs in general, you know, you have to take those risks and those jumps and say, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to see how this goes. You know, it was like the same thing with me, with my podcast. So my podcast, as you know, was first, you know, stripped down with Holly Levine that recently I rebranded and it was all about, you know, coming out of my postpartum depression and motherhood and being able to vent about the space that I was in. And I just needed a place to vent. I wasn't thinking about it being a show. I wasn't thinking about it being anything. It was just something I needed to do that I aligned with at the time. And then it's turned into so much more. And now it's like, I have my, you know, this full show and have amazing guests like, you know, you and others on. And it's just like, wow, this has become so much more and now only not is it cathartic just for me but it's cathartic for other for others and it's entertaining it's inspiring and it's just become such a place that I just would have never expected and so I love your vulnerability that you say like 
I just had to go for it. Like I just felt it. And I feel like a lot of times people stop themselves because they're afraid of that vulnerability because being vulnerable, obviously is very hard. But I feel like in my opinion, 2020 has taught us so much of vulnerability. Oh, you were so right, girl. And just trusting your gut. That, that's what I'm learning. I mean, I've always trusted my gut. Sometimes I haven't in the past, but through, through this spiritual awakening, I think the key is just go with your gut. Go with what feels right. If something feels off or wrong, don't go there. Go the other way. Go far away from that direction. I think trusting your gut and like you said, being vulnerable. I'm a Capricorn, so I really don't show my emotions much. I'm pretty tough, I'd say. But I also, I'm a Capricorn sun, but I also have a Cancer moon. So I guess to myself, I'm emotional and sensitive. So I'm learning to be a little more vulnerable and just putting it out there, putting myself out there. And I think that is such a good thing. And I think 2020 is changing how a lot of people live their lives. And I think a lot more people are getting into spirituality and they're having these amazing awakenings. And I think it's just so, so incredible and much needed. I feel like it's gonna bring about a lot of positive change to this whole world. I think we're all gonna, well, hopefully all of us eventually will live our lives a little bit differently because I think what we've been doing uh, the past how many years, it's not working. There's so much hate and negativity in this world and there's no need for it. You know, just be positive and happy. Happiness is key. And if you're not happy doing something, don't do it. That's what I'm learning. You gotta do what makes you happy. And, and like I said, who knew helping heal people and giving people uh, readings and connecting them with their loved ones. I mean, I never in a million years thought I had the ability to do this or could do this or would be doing this, but it just feels right. And I, I just, I love how I feel when I'm, I'm doing my spirituality work. I just, it, there's no better feeling in the world. That's how I know it's, it's the right journey for me. I love that. And that's such a great message. And you're right. It's like this time we've all had those you know, a lot of us have had those awakenings. I know I definitely have. And you definitely look at your life and go like, okay, what maybe isn't going the way it should be going? What, you know, what am I maybe not happy about? How do I work through that? And instead of like us all turning outward and blaming the world, it's like, how do you turn inward and actually yeah. work on yourself and like do the work? And obviously it is not easy to do work on yourself because I have been even pre, you know, pandemic, as you know, I've talked to you about like how much work I've done as becoming a mom and this and that and so much, you know, soul work I needed to do. But like, especially during this year, I have done so much work and it's hard to sit in your own shit. Like it's not easy. And I think that the more I continue to push myself to do that, the more I'm able to, you know, really find those places of happiness that you're talking about and really like be content with yourself and know that like, we're all meant to be happy. Like we're all meant to actually experience being happy and feeling content. And it's not something that should be a fleeting feeling. Yeah, of course it's not gonna be 24 seven, but it is something that you should have and own all the time. A hundred percent agree. That's the bottom line. That's why we're here. I believe in reincarnation. I believe we all come here to learn lessons and also to enjoy ourselves. I was told by my spirit guides, I, I love to connect with my guides and my higher self. And I love to go also into the Akashic records and, and talk to the guides in there and, and get insight and wisdom from them. And I was told that I came here to help people, to heal people during this, this crazy time on earth and um, ultimately to live 
life a little bit here on earth because that's what it's all about being happy you know whether it's traveling or having children or getting married whatever your wherever your happiness lies you need to head in that direction for sure and i love how you said that happiness comes from within because i feel like a lot of people put that in uh, others that that's the root for their unhappiness or their happiness and no you have to be happy within you that is the key and you have to work on yourself and like you said i think so many people during 2020 that's exactly what they've been doing because we've all been stuck at home there's been nowhere to go the past few months so i think a lot of people use this time to do that soul searching and it, it's not easy for everybody that's for sure you have a lot of karma from either this life or past lives you have to deal with but i think once you deal with that and make amends that's when you can truly be happy and content and in a great place where you can truly enjoy life and also give back and help others. I also think that is key. I think we all are here to also help each other, lift each other up, raise our vibrations and ultimately help, help each other heal. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that. And I agree with you. Like it's, it's so true. It's like, we are here ultimately for each other and to help each other. And we are, you know, all supposed to heal, of course, in our own time and everything, but you're right. And, you know, I look at this time and as much as 2020, obviously for so many and myself included has been such a shit show. It's at the same time, it really, I feel like it's been such a gift because going back to what you were saying about so many people really tapping into that spiritual side and looking at life and saying, you know what, this just isn't working. Like something's not working. It's like when you start to really have that time to pause you can actually think about those things. Like when I think about before 2020, how much of an autopilot I was on, I don't even think I realized I was on such an autopilot because I felt like I had become more present since I had become a mom because I was being mindful of being more present. And I definitely was better about it, but I still was on an autopilot. And then when this hit, it was so obvious to me that I was because I was so thrown off my game. I did not know what to do to myself. I was fighting every chance to like relax and rest and instead trying to work and do this. And it was crazy because I kept trying to work. I kept trying to do projects, even if they weren't, you know, projects that like maybe I would have had come to me and pitching myself and this and that. And they just kept falling through, falling through, falling through. And I was getting exhausted. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Like, I know I'm, I'm totally like, you know, qualified for these things. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And I finally was like, you know what, I'm just going to let go. And I did. And then that was when all this, like for me, spiritual work hit. And I started going really like within and doing so much work. And by the time I really like came out of it, all of a sudden projects and work and all this stuff started just picking back up like crazy. And it was like, wow, I had so many messages from my guys as well. And from one of my um, incredible friends and um, mediums, um, Mosa White, who I've been working with for spiritual work. And she said to me, you know, they took that all away from you so that you could do the spiritual work because if you weren't present to what you were trying to be taught and what your guys were trying to show you, you weren't going to be able to give your energy and do that and then do what you were doing and be a new mom of two, like something had to give. A hundred percent, girl, we're on the same page. And I think a lot of people as well, like you said, but prior to COVID in 2020, I was a workaholic as well. I was nonstop doing way too many jobs. I was honestly working way too much. And if it weren't for 2020 and COVID and being quarantined, I don't think I would have had time to embrace my abilities and hone in on them and, and learn and start developing them more. So I think 2020 
has been a blessing in, in, in so many ways for so many people. It allowed us to rest because I think we all needed rest. And honestly, I'm working less now. I mean, I love to work. I love what I do, but I'm learning to say no. That's been something I learned during 2020. I have to take that time for me, whether I'm taking some time to meditate or connect with my guides or go for a spa day or just go for a walk in the woods, whatever it is. I think it's so important to continue this practice of connecting with our soul and our higher selves and our guides and everyone on the other side. We need that time. And I think going forward, a lot of people are going to change their ways. They are going to take a step back and reevaluate how they've been living their lives and hopefully take some more rest, take some more me time. Because I don't think it's healthy just to be like constantly on the go, constantly working. Because I honestly, I was getting sick from it. I'm convinced it was like the root of my migraines and other health ailments. And 2020 has been such an awakening in that regards for me, learning just to take it easy, rest. We're here to enjoy life, not, not work 24-7. Yes, and such a good message because again, I think so many of us, myself included, I'm a, to I'm a total workaholic and I've had to really sit in that and like really look at the root of that of like, why is that? And it's because, okay, work makes me happy. But then like going back to what you were saying, like you should just be happy as you, it shouldn't be something else that's doing it. And so I've had to really do the work to myself and say, okay, I love this. And this is you know, something obviously that, you know, obviously makes me money and also makes me happy. But, but like, why is it that like, I have to get into this to kind of feel that happiness and like, what can I do to let myself still feel happy, even if I'm not being quote unquote productive. And that was really hard for me because especially when I became, you know, a mom of two when Arlie was born and like the pandemic was like in full swing and it was just crazy. Like, I had a really hard time letting go of like all work and just saying, I'm just going to focus on the girls. And I know that sounds like kind of silly because there's so many moms who that's all they do. And that's incredible. And that's their full-time job. That was my mom, you know, when I was, you know, young and she raised my brothers and I, and that was her true, you know, calling and what she wanted to do, even though she could have done other jobs. But for me, like, I've always felt that I couldn't do that, which is why I struggled with like, you know, wanting to get pregnant in the first place and all these things. And, you know, with my husband, it was like, my happiness was work, was work, was work. And now I'm really working through like, allowing myself to just be happy as me and letting work just be that bonus for me. And that, that space where same as like you, how you feel like, you know, you're healing with others, like how I'm connecting and what I share is truly authentic and helping me evolve as a person and hopefully helping others and helping inspire them and, you know, do something for them. But it's no longer just this place of, I must create, I must create, I must constantly produce, I must constantly turn on. And, you know, I, I can't stop because that's where I was. That's beautiful, girl, that you were able to get to a place. And I think that's so beautiful that you were able to spend more time with, with your children. Uh, that's honestly, I, I feel the same way now. I don't have kids right now. Now, I've been told I'm having three three kids, which my, my, is like my, blowing me away. <laughs> are these doing? So I'm taking it as a sign. You know, like how they say, like, hold a baby, get a baby. Like, this is as close to you get to that right now with COVID right? and the pandemic. We're, we're remote on Zoom. She's like cooing and smiling as you're saying I'm this. Sure. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I was told I'm having them very soon. Now, mind you, I'm still single. I don't even have a boyfriend right now, but I, I 
I, I know he's coming. I've been told by my, by numerous other psychic mediums, but, um, so I know I'm having kids very soon. I'm getting married very soon. I'm going to start a family. And honestly, this pandemic has made me realize I want to spend, like when I have kids, I don't think I want to work as much. I think I want to take a step back and maybe stay at home a little bit and raise them. And I, if you ask me this, uh, 10 years ago, I would have been like, hell no, I'm going to work. I'm going to get a nanny and nothing wrong with that, of course. But uh, if I'm able to, if I'm in the situation where I am able to stay home with, with my future children, I really think I want to. And if COVID didn't happen, if this pandemic didn't happen, I don't know if I'd feel that way, but that's how I feel now. So I think that's so special that you got to spend Spend that quality time with your babies while while home, and that kind of made you, like you said, reevaluate things as well. I think that's amazing. Oh, and I love that. And I know, like when I was on your show, we talked about that. That, like you said, like you were even then starting to like know one day you wanted kids and all that. And it's so interesting because I've spoken to so many like new moms who like we feel like once you and it'll be interesting to see when you you know come to this yeah. chapter, like yeah, you kind of have this like spiritual awakening just from becoming a mom because you really are truly like reborn as who you are. And like for me, obviously, when I first had Amelia, it was like heavy postpartum depression because I lost my identity and I had such a hard time finding like who I was. But then once I finally was able to get out of that and like actually see the light, it was like, okay, now you're just so much more than what you were. And yeah, maybe you don't look like the same person that you were then, but like now this is your new chapter and this is like what you're meant to look like. And this is what you're meant to, you know, do and be and your purpose. And now that I've really truly fallen in love with that and found a, you know, kind of harmony and synergy of like having my, you know, motherhood, you know, brand, as well as Allie still being encompassed into that and not feeling like I just lost myself to motherhood. Now it's such like a beautiful place of light for me. But that was something also that I had to really work towards because at first I truly felt like I lost myself. And I think that's part of like a spiritual awakening, right? Like whether you become a mom or like right now in 2020, there's kind of like this losing of self to able to be able to like be broken open and awaken. Totally. You said it perfectly. You kind of have to lose yourself at first to awaken and to find yourself. That is so beautifully said. And I think a lot of mothers experience that, especially when they have their, their first, their first kid, they're like, oh my God, who am I? Like, what's going on? Where did I go? But it's just like you said, it's a new chapter in your life. And we have numerous chapters in our lives and change is hard. I get that. I mean, I struggle with change. I'm a Capricorn, but I'm learning to accept it more. I think it's really important to accept change. And some people, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh my gosh, my life is laid out this way. It's going to go in this direction, but then something happens and it puts you on a diversion. And I think we have to learn to embrace those diversions to become happy and get to that place where we are truly happy and at peace. And yeah, I think like you said, I know a lot of my friends who are moms, they went through the same exact situation where they kind of lost themselves a little bit, especially I think after having their first, their first babies. But I think it's amazing that you were able to do the spiritual work and now you're at a, a place where you're happy and you're content and you're in in the next chapter of your life and I think a lot of people sometimes can't accept that and that's so beautifully beautiful that you've accepted it 
and you're here and you're loving it and you're flourishing. You have so much good stuff happening. Can I just add, I pulled a tarot card for you beforehand. I just oh, felt the I urge to. Um, I just, Spirit was telling me, you have to pull a tarot card for Allie. And I got the Knight of Swords, which means an exciting change is coming in your life. And I just feel like my my feeling for you is something with TV. I feel like you're gonna do TV again, like some sort of TV show. That's what I'm feeling. Have you um, thought about getting back into TV? Wow, it's so interesting you said that. Okay, by the way, I'm getting chills because it's it's 11 11 on my end of the world. Um, <gasps> oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, I have chills. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like total angel numbers. I'm always it's wild. I'm always seeing that. Chris actually brought that up to me when when I first connected. He was like, you see like these numbers, and sometimes you question like why you see you know multiples of this, multiple. That. He's like, don't question. These are like actual messages and guides, like continuously showing you because you connect your numbers of who you are and like this type of person you are. And so I was yeah. saying that and then seeing 11-11, I was like, whoa, that was so wild. And thank you for pulling a card for me. I love that you felt like, oh, you know, I'd love to pull a card because I, I love card pulling. I recently kind of started getting into them and, 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 and learning more about it. And so that's so interesting because, you know, it's funny, like I've, you know, as you know, I've done a bunch of different TV segments, like, and, you know, roundups for different news stations. And I actually just got asked to work on some new ones for holiday and everything and you know so I'm working on that right now and I you know I really love that but it's funny because I've had other people say to me like you know you should be doing so much more and I've been asked by so many people to like start my YouTube for like over a year now and I've and I've been like sitting on it in and out in and out in and out and I've like done content but then haven't released it and all this stuff and now you saying that I'm like huh okay maybe there's more to this um so I'm gonna have to sit with that a little bit. Is there anything that like you you get with that or any kind of like advice or, or thoughts or anything? I I really feel like on TV, not just YouTube, not just the internet, you're gonna be, I just get the feeling you're gonna be in some kind of ensemble show, like reality docu-series style kind of show. I wanna say something with fashion, like fashion-based, like you're the expert like the expert stylist. That's the vibe I'm getting. I just, I feel, I feel you doing TV again. I really, truly do. Okay. I'm going to have to. That's like what I'm seeing. So yeah. Because, you know, it's funny, obviously everyone that knows me from my beginning of my journey, I started in fashion. I started in celebrity styling and all these things. And, you know, it's so interesting because again, when I, when I got pregnant and became a mom, I got to this very like protective space and very like I need to protect my energy and so I kind of pulled away from the celebrity world because it was just way too much on my heart and on my mind and my energy and everything and it was like I really need to focus on growing this life and being present you know to you know Amelia who was you know growing inside of me and I became really like mindful that like everything I was around styling wise like energy wise was really impacting the way I was feeling and in the beginning it was like no no no, just go 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 you know work 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 no big deal but then when the pregnancy started getting more intense I started realizing like you know what I need to kind of pull back from this and maybe take a step and you know this because you've interviewed thousands of celebrities like it's no shade like people know not all of them are the nicest they can be very mm -hmm. there can be a lot of energy there can be a lot of their own you know issues and healing if you will and so you can pick up on that. And especially when, you know, I was pregnant, I feel like that's when my spiritual side really started to kick in. And so I started just like getting so much of that and it became so heavy for me, which is why I think I started really pulling away 
from so much of it when I started, you know, when I got pregnant and started really feeling Amelia because I remember I turned to my publicist, Kelly, and I said to her, like, I knew you were going to think I'm crazy, but, like, I just don't want to style celebrities right now. And he was, she was just like, uh, okay, you know? And I was like, I know this is, like, my brand, everything I've built, but I just, I in my heart, like, it just, just laid on my heart, God, the universe, whatever you want to, you know, whatever resonates with you, that was what I felt. And it was like, I needed to transition. I needed to take a step back. And I was so grateful that because of my background and because of so much that I had done, you know, with my own brand that I was able to really transition myself into, you know, this mommy, you know, influencer, if you will, though I hate the word influencer and mompreneur and all these things and start to really share my journey once I became a mom. And then obviously also did my TV segments talking as mom and lifestyle and these things. But I've always loved fashion, of course, because that has always been my passion. And I think that for a moment, I had to pull away from that because I just wasn't in the space of celebrity per se anymore and it was more like I just needed to focus on Allie and like you know Mamilia and my family and you know now fast forward now my two girls and it's interesting you say that because I've been getting more and more visions about fashion but more so in just helping others in their confidence within that and just like helping them to find that confidence I always say confidence is the best accessory and I've always said to others when they reach out to me like look like I also work with everyday people like myself. I don't just work with, you know, celebrities and I want to help others and want them to feel good. But I think I've had this like dance within myself where it's been hard for me to figure out like, well, so what does that mean? Does, does that make sense? Totally. Number one, are you an empath? I feel you're an empath for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. It's funny. Yeah. You feel everything. Was, yeah. But I, but I for sure am. I think you've learned to control it for now. I think back then, like you said, you were getting burnt out. That was you being an empath, feeling way too much. And that was great that you trusted your gut and took the step back and scaled back from from what you were doing in fashion with the celebrities and whatnot. Because trust me, girl, I know it can get draining that world. And like you said, you love to help. Like, honestly, I want to read for just normal people. Like I have no desire to do celebrity readings whatsoever and, and celebrity healing sessions. That does not appeal to me. Even though I have tons of friends in the business that could easily hook me up with a celebrity too. I just want to help the average person, just everyday people. And for you, I see that 100%. I was going to say, I see you. Do you remember that show on TLC with Stacey London? And, oh um, yes, of course. what was it called? I yeah, can't think um, of the name of it. Yes. Something along that lines where you're helping everyday people get a new look or, or, you know, say, uh, they're have a job interview and they come in for a makeover. So you would handle like the styling portion and then there'd be a makeup artist and then maybe a career coach helping coach them. Something along that line. That's what I see for you. Not the celebrity world. I don't think you're going to go back into that celebrity styling world. I just don't see that for you at the moment. But if you wanted to, I think you're better equipped now to handle it because you have a better sense of yourself and, and you know your limitations. You know when, oh, it's okay. I, I got to take a step back now. You know when it's time to stop. But I, I don't see you going back to celebrity work. I just it's really so, don't. It's so interesting you say that because I've had, you know, during the pandemic, I've had certain ones reach out to me and I've helped a couple here, there for just like random little things online. But I really like every time something's come in some way, shape or form, the universe has either taken it away 
or I have personally just felt like that, like, mm, nope, and just haven't done it. And it's so, it's so like crazy, but yet so aligned to hear you say this because I feel like part of that is because I spent so much time in that and I gave so much of myself and my energy to that for so many years that I think like now becoming a mom and having my two girls and everything else, I realized like, like you said, like, you know, my chapter has changed and shifted and like, I'm giving my energy to other things and, and, and especially to myself, which is something like I haven't allowed myself to do for so many years. Yeah. I don't think celebrity styling fulfills you anymore. It's just not fulfilling for you. I think, like you said, helping other people, helping the average person and raising your beautiful family, that is more fulfilling for you. So that's why you're gearing in that direction and away, away from the celebrity world. I, that's what I truly feel. It's just, you have to do what's fulfilling. And, and if it's not fulfilling you, you're out. Like, that's it. Peace out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I feel for you. Yeah. I, I love that because it, I mean, it's so true. Like, and I think maybe I didn't, even fully realize that until you just said that, but it's true. It's like, if it doesn't like really like click and doesn't really feel aligned, like for me now, I'm so, I'm so overly mindful. I feel to like where I feel what aligns and like what doesn't to the point where like, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, why does this feel so heavy? Whereas before I feel like I was just making decisions, just kind of just in the moment what we were talking about of autopilot and just go, go, go. Didn't really think about like, how is this impacting me or what is this or what it be? Because to me, it was just business. Keep it moving, keep it rolling. And now I, it's like every single thing that I get asked to do, I really sit with and I'm like, okay, does this really like tie into me? Is this really what I want? Not forget like money and whatever. It just in the sense of like, does this align with me? Even with like brands I work with for social media, I'm like, does this align with who I am? Is this authentic to me? If it's not like, then I don't want it. It doesn't matter how much they want to pay me. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And that's something that has been in the sense of what you were saying about like, no, that's been very something powerful for me to learn during this time as well has been saying no a lot. And it was kind of like really freaking scary at first, because at first I realized when I was saying no, then like nothing was happening. And it was like, whoa, maybe I should be taking some of these smaller projects. But then all of a sudden a beautiful thing happened and I was able to start getting projects that I felt aligned more with me. So it's really interesting that you say that to me because I've been feeling these pulls and shifts back and forth. I've been trying to kind of work through them, but not obviously spend so much time where I feel like I'm sitting on them too much. So I love your, your insight with that. Yeah. I feel like saying no is so powerful and I'm just learning it myself. Like I said, I used to be a yes person. I still kind of am. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, but I'm learning to take that time for myself and if it doesn't align with me it doesn't feel right or it's not serving a good purpose or not fulfilling I say no and it is such a powerful thing and like you said it brings on saying no can bring on better and and more opportunity for you in the long run so it's good to say no do not be afraid to say no that's what I have learned and that's what spirit has told me and, and spirit does not lie now I also I also see you having another baby. I don't know if you want another baby, oh, but I, 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 bombs. Oh my God, I see you having a baby boy. I truly do. I see a baby boy. Do you? Oh my God. I do. Oh my gosh. 
So it's and it's okay. It's two 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 um by me right now. Oh my god, is it really? Yes. Oh my god, I'm legit getting goosebumps like off the wall. Oh my god, I have chills all over my body right now. Oh my god, dying. (laughs) Wow, I oh my gosh, I have chills. I have like these tingles. Oh my gosh, wow. It's a sign you're having a baby boy. You're having another, and I feel like that's why you're not saying yes to everything because you have this growing family and that is your priority and your priorities shift I, when when you know as we get older and, and life life changes and you're you saying no I think is an amazing thing in the long run and it's going to lead to this tv opportunity I, I truly believe that I truly do wow that's so I, I, it's so interesting I, and I, I love and I love that you just shared it by way of the baby because it's so funny Justin and I obviously are these only almost five months. So it's like, obviously like so early, but like, you know, we were getting baby stuff together and putting things away from newborn. And, you know, and I said to him, I'm like, well, do we give this away or we want to do it then? And he's like, well, are we going to have a baby? And I'm like, well, I don't feel like I'm done. And it's so wild because it's crazy to say, hear myself say that out loud because I am so in the throes of just adjusting to a mom too. But at the same time, I feel that too. I feel like there is an, like another baby, like waiting to join our family. Yeah. Part of me feels like it's not going to be like a surprise, but it's kind of going to take you by surprise in a way. Like you're not going to expect it immediately. I don't know. I I just feel like there's some kind of element of surprise to it when you have your third baby, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah. So, so so wild. I mean, I I feel it. Wow. And you, and you, and you see boy, huh? I see a boy. That's what came to my head was boy. Yeah. Cause you have two girls right now. You said, right? Yeah. A million. Yeah. It's so interesting because <laughs> I got to bring up Chris because when I was pregnant with Arlie, her energy, she just like, wasn't letting him read him. Like, like read her. Really? Like, yeah. She kept Amelia. He read like nothing. Like they, they immediately, it was like this really kind of crazy, like connection when in my you know belly and everything, but Aww. with Arlie, she just like, wasn't letting him. And he would joke all the time, like way pre obviously before the pandemic, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, she's messing with me, this, that, but I really think also obviously because the world was changing, there was so much obviously going on, but it was so funny because he kept saying before we had the reveal that it was, he really was sure it was a boy because he was getting so much boy energy (gasps) and it was so weird. I know. And, and he was getting so much of that and he, you know, him, like he's very rarely wrong. And so mm-hmm. of, of course he was like, not pissed, but he was like jokingly, like, I can't believe it's another girl, you know, when, when he was here for the reveal and, you know, and I was like, wow, I'm like, it's so interesting because I, I was getting dreams about a boy. Like I kept telling Justin <gasps> before we had her and before we knew it was a girl, I said to him, I'm like, I really think this one's a boy because I had a dream. I was popping blue and this and that, all this stuff. And then when she popped pink, I was truly, I mean, I was so excited, but I was so shocked that it was another girl because I was convinced like this was going to be the boy. So it's so interesting. I wonder if from like you and Chris and all this stuff, I wonder if it's because it's just like showing what's next. It is. I 100% think it is. And I think when you felt it was a boy and Chris felt it was a boy, I feel like you guys are probably picking up on, on his soul on the other side, just waiting, waiting to come. But he, you know, got excited and maybe reached out a little too early to you guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. Well, and obviously, like, they align with us for a reason. I truly believe Arlie chose this time to align because she is so 
zen. She is so, like, you would never know this baby came during a pandemic. Like, I, she is so just such a light in this time. And she's so zen and she's such a good baby. And she just reminds us constantly to be present. And it's just wild what her personality has done during 2020. Like, it makes so much sense to me now that she chose this time and she chose, you know, like this world, because when I, when I was first pregnant with her and then everything happened with the pandemic, I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm having a baby during this. I cannot believe my poor little baby's being born into this. And now I realize like, oh my gosh, she, she contracted, like she picked this time for a reason. A hundred percent. Oh, I believe that as well. Totally. She did. That's oh, so beautiful. Now I'm curious because I have other friends, um, who, you know, are into spirituality, of course, and a fellow psychic mediums who have children. And they tell me like, they feel such a soul connection to their kids. Like they've known them numerous lifetimes. Do you feel that with your babies? I'm very curious because I don't have kids. So I don't know what, what that's like quite yet. I hope I, I do experience that. Um, but do you, do you feel like you've known them for many lifetimes? Do you feel that connection instantly? Yeah. So first off, I want to say, like, I, I feel for you, like in, in, in my own intuition, I feel like you're, you're definitely on that trajectory and like, you're definitely like go, you know, I think you're doing so much work with others and like for yourself, because I think you're going to head into motherhood. Cause I really truly believe like so much of this like spiritual like journey that we're talking about really does come from either becoming a mom or, you know, wanting to step into that, like that there's a part of us that's awakened. So I feel like for you, yes, there's so much like work and purpose that you're doing for you and for what's happened during 2020. But I think so much of it also ties into you wanting to be a mom and like knowing you want to create that space and open it. So I really, I really feel like that's coming for you. Um, I have chills. Oh my gosh. I legit have chills right now. Oh that my was God. so beautiful. Oh, chills. Like, I know we're on audio, but like when, when we were talking and you were saying all that, Arlie was literally like lighting up and smiling and like staring at the screen and just like cooing. And like, of course she's a happy baby, but, but to me, like how you were just saying with the soul connection, all that, like they know, especially when they've just crossed over and like they, you know, we're just there, like they know they feel. And so I feel like she just like picked up on that. Like she knows that like you're going to head in to that chapter. And yes, I definitely feel that soulful connection. Um, I feel like with Amelia, it took me a little bit because I felt it right away when I was pregnant because I shared with you, like, you know, on your show that she was named after my grandmother who had passed, you know, over eight years ago, my, you know, grandmother, Amelia. And so, you know, in that sense, when I got pregnant and I knew I was having a girl, I felt it was such a soulful connection and it was so aligned that it was a girl and everything. And that, you know, I was definitely like part of my grandma and all that. And her being like my best friend my whole life, it was like so huge for me and my whole family felt that. But then when I had the heavy postpartum depression, I felt like <clears throat> it was more of like this disconnect, not from her, but from me being able to like truly feel that. And then once I was able to get past that, then I feel like I was able to really reconnect with that and see how much of like that soul connection we had and how much she was already teaching me so like fast in. Like, I mean, the fact that, you know, I went to my postpartum depression and my birth was super traumatic and all these things that people that know my story, like, it was just like, wow, like she was teaching me like, okay, you're going to be forced to slow down. You're going to be forced to see things differently. You're going to be like her lessons to me were right away. Whereas like with Arlie, I felt like her lessons were very much on an inner level of like 
me working on myself because like when I got pregnant and everything, it was like, I really wanted to have my V back. I really wanted to, you know, vaginal birth after C-section. I really wanted you to do things, you know, differently. And I worked so hard, you know, spiritually with meditation and journaling and manifestation and, you know, getting a chiropractor to work on my body and doing all these different things to really set myself up as much as I could to be able to experience a VBAC. And then I, you know, and then even during a pandemic and all the craziness I did. And from the minute I had her and pushed her out, I felt like when I pushed her out and I shut my eyes and I put my meditation music in my ears, I, I just remember like literally seeing like a light when I was pushing her out. And I just felt like this heavy spiritual feeling in my body. And when she was there, it was like this immediate connection of like that soulful that you're explaining. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh my goodness. That was so beautiful. I have chills up and down my body right now. Like constant chills during our conversation, girl. This is so incredible and so beautiful. I've also heard from fellow psychic medium friends that after they gave birth, that is when they felt that their abilities and their intuition opened up even more. Did you feel feel that as well when you gave birth, that your intuition and your your abilities, because I think you're gifted as well, obviously. You're an empath. I think you definitely have abilities as well yourself. Did you feel that opened up even more after you gave birth? Yeah, I definitely did. It's so interesting you say that because Chris has also told me like a while back that I have a very, very strong intuition and I need to trust and tap into, especially when I first had Amelia. He was like, you know what you feel for a reason, you know, like your intuition, like you need to trust it way more than you do and stop looking for outside and stop questioning. Like if you're right or you're wrong, like if you feel it, like it's correct. And so I had to really like tap into that and really experience that with Amelia and trust myself because, you know, as a new mom, you question everything and you question if you are, you know, correct or if you're just being, you know, crazy new mom and all these (laughs) things. And it was like, okay, I had to really tap into that intuition, but then fast forward to Arlie and then being a mom of two, I really feel like I've felt that intuition. I've really had like the, you know, my spiritual guides and my own inner voices and everything really start to tell me like where I am, where my heart is and like what I feel for a reason and, and experience and everything and take away from that experience. And so I just think it's just getting to be stronger and stronger now that I have my two girls and what I experience and what I feel and the more I share and the more I allow that vulnerability and that openness um, to myself, the more I dive deeper into like who I am. And like you said, connect to like higher self and my spirit. And it's so interesting you say that Kelly, because my the one medium I was mentioning, Melissa, she has been doing some different spiritual work with me as well, because she said to me also, like, she's like, you know, you need to also like, when you're ready, start diving into this, because there's so much that you're not even exploring that actually is you and like part of you and you actually are way more gifted than you realize or are allowing into yourself yeah no i feel like you your abilities girl like you have them i feel like you're a healer also like i see an image of you right now with your hands and just energy exploding from your hands like literally all this amazing energy coming out of your hands I feel like you've definitely been a healer in a past life or two or, or definitely more. You've got, you've got abilities. You do. I think you should like really start tapping into them more if you feel the urge to, but I just feel like for sure you do have abilities. 
I, I feel it for you and I'm, I'm like seeing it. I see you waving your hands and just this beautiful energy coming from it. Like you're such a beautiful soul. You really are. Um, and I just, I feel your energy and it's so wonderful. Like, uh, trust me, I feel everyone's energy. If I'm at the food store, if I'm at the mall <laughs> and I, I've felt some really negative energy uh, in my life, but you, I mean, yours is so beautiful. Yeah, I think, and like you said, your, your friend, Melissa, she, I think she's right as well. You have to start tapping in a bit more. Yeah. What would you, that's so, oh my gosh, this is so like, I'm getting chills because I keep being told this and I'm like, okay, well, there must be a reason. So what do you, what do you think I should be like doing and exploring? I mean, I got, so I, I got myself a, um, a, my first like card deck that's actually like mine, like it hasn't been, you know, handed to me or given to me. Like I picked it out, um, by Rebecca Campbell, work your light is what like really resonated with me. And I've been like doing, you know, a few different card pulls here and there. I've done a few card pulls for a few different people um, as well when they've asked me to. And it felt certain things. My best friend um, who like really like she felt the card really resonated for her like right away. And then a couple other people have asked me um, that have been like going through a few different things and they said it resonated with them. So I've been trying to just kind of, you know, ebb and flow with it and just kind of see what I feel. But like, what do you Cause like a card pull I pulled last night just for myself and when I was getting ready for bed and I pulled from my deck pillar of light, your vibration is rising. You are the Oracle. Oh my goodness. That is such a good card. That's beautiful. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally girl, I was in your place just a year ago, kind of all these people telling me you've got a gift. You got to start honing in on it. 2020 is going to be your year where your abilities come out. And I just went with it. So I say, trust your gut. I feel for you, like the first thing that pops into my head, healing. I feel like you should start looking into maybe learning Reiki. I think you would love it. Do you, do you know much about Reiki? I only know little bits. I've had a couple experiences. Only one I felt like was like game changing. My other ones were just kind of like, okay, it's interesting. It's eye opening, but it yeah. wasn't, you know what I mean? Um, I had one with this amazing um, woman and mama, um, Jasmine, who was um, on my show, um, Jasmine Montoya, who's a Reiki healer. And she did it when I was pregnant with Arlie. And that was very moving. And a lot came up with like my ancestors and needing to like really heal a lot of lineage and break a lot of patterns. And mm. that was really eye opening and very wild in a lot of ways. And it's interesting because I've gotten a lot of cards around ancestry and all that too. So I definitely know there's definitely something to that. I'm still kind of learning and exploring what that is, but share with me because since obviously you are so now in the Reiki space, like why is it, you know, why is it for you? You feel like for me, that's something that I step into and like for you being a Reiki master, what is it about that type of work that you really love and find, you know, that healing in? I love it because I think it makes people realize that they all, each one of us has the ability to heal ourselves. So essentially, I'm not anything special. I'm the vessel. So when I'm doing a Reiki session, it's the spirit world coming through me and bringing the healing through me to the person I'm giving Reiki to. So I mean, it's not me doing some miraculous healing work. It's the spirit world just coming through me because they need a vessel to get through to people. But I feel like anyone can learn Reiki. It's, you know, it's, not, I mean, it is special, but you know what I mean? It's nothing special. Like anyone can learn it for sure. And I think everyone can benefit from it. It helps heal your soul. It can also heal physical ailments. I'm not calling it like a miracle worker or anything, but I will say 
I suffer from pretty bad migraines since I became a Reiki master and I give myself Reiki every single night. Uh, you can give yourself Reiki once you learn Reiki. I have seen a decrease in my migraines and I'd say overall, I just feel better. I feel lighter. I feel fresher. I feel like my mind is more clear and it's just so powerful. And I feel like people don't realize the power their souls and their bodies truly have to heal itself. I, I truly believe that. And I think anyone can benefit from Reiki. I just feel like Reiki is something you would love. I really feel that. If you ever want, I can give you a Reiki session whenever you want, girl. My first one was incredible because I saw the most incredible visions, the most incredible colors and geometric patterns. And I saw a past life. I've, I I saw my future a little bit. That was just my first session. And since becoming a Reiki master, I, I've seen so many past lives. I've seen so many future events. It's given me clarity on what to do right now with my life and current situations that I'm in. It, it's just helpful all around and it benefits everybody. And there's no harm. Reiki cannot hurt you, harm you, it can never do wrong. So I, I just feel Reiki for you. I don't know why that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. I, and I love that you shared that when you had your first session, Kelly, like, how did you, how did you feel like when you say like, you know, you were seeing these visions and colors and all this stuff, like, did that just kind of happen? Like right away? Do you feel like you were just open to it and it just came or like, how was that experience? I, well, I'm a very open-minded person, so I think it really helps if you have an open mind. If you're closed off, like for instance, uh, it's tougher for me to read someone who's closed off. It really is. But if you're open-minded and open, open to this world, it's a lot easier to read you. So I think the fact that I was already open to, to the experience, that just made, made it easier for, for me to see these amazing visions. And the fact that I've had this, uh, this, this psychic medium ability kind of lingering under the surface for, for all of these years, most of my life, I think that also made it easier for me to see. Because like I said, I, I've seen visions my whole life. So my clairvoyance is very strong. That's my strongest clair, I'd say. But um, everyone's different. Some people may have um, better clairsentience. They may have better clairaudio. It just all depends on the person. But for me, it's, it's clear seeing. It's that third eye. I, I, just, I, I just see so vividly. So I think that's why my experience seeing the images and the colors was so strong. But I feel like anyone can see that. When I give Reiki to people, I always ask afterwards, did you see anything? And I'd say pretty much almost everyone says they, they see vivid color. Uh, that's, that's the number one thing. And also they feel, they feel hints of cold and, and warmth. And, and that's your, your loved ones. That's your spirit guides. That's angels all sending you love and healing. So people tend to really feel sensations and, and see beautiful colors, but you can you can see imagery as well. Like I said, it just all depends on your senses and, and what's strong and, and what, what's weak. Wow. I know that's so, that's so interesting. And I love that you said that about color and everything like that's so, that's so beautiful and, and, and so cool. And, and you're right. It's true. You have to be open. I mean, I've had so many conversations with different people who are like, well, I just don't feel it. I just don't, I just don't see it. And I'm like, well, then you're just not ready to be open. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I was not ready for a long time. And I, and I think mm -hmm. that we share in this, when you were saying how, like, you know, you lost 
you know, your dad, you know, physically, um, you know, from this earth and, you know, you really like kind of started really tapping into it after losing him. And that was the same with me, with my grandmother was like, once I lost my grandmother, I called, you know, Dota, like she was my, so much of my everything. And then once I lost her, I went so dark, but then once I was able to start to want to tap into her and tap into that world, I started really seeing so much and being so much more open. And that's where it took me to where I am now, but it started with that. I think a lot of times a spiritual awakening happens sadly after losing a loved one. A lot of people I know, they've gone through their awakenings after losing a close loved one. Yeah. Or, I mean, I've heard people who have near-death experiences and that changes their perspective of things for sure. I will say my father, he, he was very sick for, for many, many years. Different, like, he ended up passing away of cancer, but he had serious heart issues and he had three cardiac arrests in his 50s. Wow. And he somehow survived three cardiac arrests, which is pretty much unheard of. But the last one sent him into a coma for almost a month. He was in the ICU with his coma. And when he, he came out of it, it was a miracle for sure. And when he came out of it, my father, not religious at all, very like old school Irish. So he was not into the world of spirituality whatsoever. But I remember asking him, I was like, dad, did you see anything when, when all this was going on? Did you feel anything? And he said to me, when the cardiac arrest happened, he saw a bright white light. And then he saw pretty much his whole life flash before his eyes, like a movie playing very, very quickly. Like just really scenes from his life that I guess resonated with him. He like, you know, he saw himself on the beach as a little kid and then seeing the births of his three children and just really important moments in his life kind of flash by like a movie. And then he said, they told him he wasn't ready to go yet and the white light went away and he, he was still here with us. So after that, I think that definitely changed him tremendously after having a near-death experience like that. So I think death honestly has a lot to do with spiritual awakening. Yes, it's, it's so true. And like, you know, for, I, I, I think you're spot on. It's again, it's that feeling of like kind of being broken open, right? Like it's like some, mm-hmm. some way, whether it be death or motherhood or you know, 2020, whatever it is, it's like whatever kind of broke you to break you open is the way I feel it is. And then you open up and awaken, like you said, to like this whole new world. And so with that being said, Kelly, like, you know, with 2020 and like where we're headed, like everyone talks about, you know, kind of this beautiful like new world, which I feel is definitely coming as well. And, you know, I mean, what is your perspective on that? What is your feeling? Because a lot of people obviously are talking about, you know, 5D and then, you know, next dimensions and all these things. Like, what do you personally see, you know, from your own perspective as a psychic medium and in Reiki and everything you're doing? I see a shift for sure uh, going forward. I truly do. I, I think people are going to become, obviously, they're more aware already, but I think more and more people are going to be having these amazing awakenings. And I think it's going to kind of shift our society and our culture and how how we live our lives. I think family is going to be more of a focal point. I feel like for many, 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 many decades, I mean, it's all about, about, at least in in this country, in the US, work, 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 like that's what's important. But I think we're all learning, okay, work is important, but there's also family, there's love, there's happiness. There's so much more to this world than just working. And I also, I just, I don't think it's going to happen right away, but I think this religious and political divide 
it's going to calm down a bit. I, I think we're all going to slowly realize, like, what are we fighting over? <laughs> like, we're all the same energy. We're all interconnected. There's no need for divides. We all just want the same things at the end of the day. We just want happiness and love. That's all we truly want. That's what I believe, the average person, if you're a good soul. So I, I just see a shift a shift in the way we live our lives and the way we think. And I think it's going to be for the positive. It's not going to happen immediately. It'll take some time. It'll be baby steps to get there. But that's what I see for the future. I, I see a lot of positive change. I truly do. I love that. And I think that's such a great message because I do too. I truly feel that. And I truly feel almost like this calmness during this time because I feel like that's what we're headed into. And all of this has just been like this storm that we've had to go through to get, get to where what you're sharing or where we're going. Yes. Like you said, yeah, the storm we had to get through, it was quite a storm 2020, but we're <laughs> all going to come out on top in the end. I truly believe that we're all going to be in much better places and just happy and more content and live more fulfilled lives. That's the bottom line, I think. Yes. And I, I love that. Well, I mean, Clay, I could obviously talk to you like all day. This has been like <sighs> Beyond. Oh my God, me too, girl. This was so much fun. I love chatting with you. Like, it, I mean, this was just so meant to align and be. I know we've been talking for months about like having you on and figuring out like where it would fit because of like what I was doing my show. And like, this was just so beyond perfect and aligned. And I literally like have goosebumps from this whole conversation. But before I let you go, like, I just want to know, like, you know, for you personally, like, what would you want to share with us of like what you're, I guess, taking away from this time and going into, you know, the end of 2020 and, you know, it's all going to be starting, you know, 2021 soon enough, which is crazy. Like, what are you personally doing? What are you going to be sharing? What are you working on? Like, just, just tell us a little bit about what's to come for you. And then of course, anything else you want to leave us with before I let you go? Of course, yeah. I've got an Instagram live series that I'm slowly rolling out where I interview different psychic mediums, uh, healers, sound healers, people in the spiritual realm. It's called Spirit Talk. So I have uh, a lot of great people lined up. So I'm pretty much just doing that whenever I can fit it into my schedule. But if you check on Instagram, uh, I save them all in the highlight feature. So you can watch past episodes if you happen to not be live on Instagram when we are live. Uh, so I have that going on. I have a fun project in the works that I really can't talk much about yet, but it of course has to do with spirituality. I'm super excited for this. I've been told by numerous psychic mediums, including Chris, that this is my path and this is my future career. So um, you'll have to wait and see, but some exciting stuff in the works. And of course, I'm giving readings now professionally and healing sessions. You can book a session with me on Instagram at Kel Dillon, on my website, kellydillon.com, getting revamped. I want to have that uh, spiritual side of me on my website. It's mainly fashion and beauty based right now. So eventually you will be able to book a reading on kellydillon.com. And I'm continuing my broadcasting work. But for me personally, I think uh, my future is spirituality and my practice. And I think that's where, uh, where my future is going. So I'm, I'm just super excited to see what, uh, what the rest of the year holds and, and beyond. That's amazing. I love that. And, and, and good for you. And I can't wait to hear about the project that you're working on in the spiritual realm. And I love Spirit Talk. That's such a great name. And so you, I love it. That's amazing. I'll have to check out those um, lives. It's so, it's so cool. And, um, you know, just very like catchy and like who you are, but also like super 
um, very much just aligns with you. So that's, that's really fun. Well, and you know, yes. Kelly, like, what would you maybe want to share before, you know, I let you go like, of like any advice or any type of just, you know, about this time, about this, you know, for a lot of people with this awakening, because you obviously have really dove in and really not only done the work, but I've also now found a whole new career path and everything you're working on. What would you share for others that are really kind of struggling or maybe, you know, trying to find their own awakening and not sure? I feel like there's a lot of that right now in this time. What would you share? I would say my, my favorite thing to do is meditate. If I'm having a bad time, a bad day, or just need some guidance, meditation. That's the best way to connect with your spirit guides, your higher self, who will always put you on the right path. So if you're unsure of, say, where your, your career is going with, you know, the craziness with COVID, I know so many people, unfortunately, have lost uh, their jobs, and it's so, so heartbreaking and so sad. But if you are, say, going through that and, and looking for guidance, meditate, connect with your higher self, connect with your spirit guides, because they will always tell you the right path to go down. They will never steer you wrong. And I think just, you know, I think we're going to be definitely hibernating for the winter. I think COVID is going to have a second wave. I don't think it's going to be as bad. So I feel like we're going to be stuck in our houses for sure for the winter months. That's what I'm feeling. So take that time and do you relax more, do things that you truly love and that things that make you happy. If it does not serve you a purpose, get it out of your life. You don't need it in your life. It's making you unhappy or bringing you down a negative path. Get rid of it. Just do whatever makes you happy and trust your gut. Your gut will never steer you wrong. Your gut is going to be the first thought that pops into your head. That's your intuition. That's your psychic ability. I believe we all have psychic abilities. But, you know, for instance, we can all play basketball, but we all can't play basketball like Kobe Bryant. So some are more gifted than others, but we all have that psychic ability in us and it's your gut intuition. So if you ever are in a dilemma and you need some guidance, you ask that, that intuition and whatever they tell you to do, the first thought that pops in your head, follow that. That's the path you're meant to go down. I love that. That's such a great message. And meditation-wise, Kelly, is there any type of meditation that you personally listen to or tap into that you would recommend or share? There's um, Wayne Dyer. I love his meditations. That was the first meditation I listened to was his uh, morning and night manifestation meditations. I believe in the power of manifestation. We all have the ability to manifest whatever we want in our lives. So it's a great guided manifestation meditation, Wayne Dyer. You can Google it. It'll come up. It's very popular. I would highly recommend that one for someone starting out who says a beginner because it's guided. It'll help you concentrate and kind of lose the thoughts that come into your head. Uh, if you're more experienced uh, like me, I, I mean, I can go into a deep meditation real quick now, but I just tend to listen to nice calming Reiki music or I'll go on YouTube and just find a fun sound bath to listen to that's very calming and soothing. And I'll listen to a sound bath and meditate like that. But if you need a guided one, I highly recommend Wayne Dyer. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. And thank you for being like, you know, such a, a light and a way shower with everything that's like going on and with your own spiritual journey and being so vulnerable and open. I think that's just such a great message. Tell us again where we can find you and follow you. 
Yes, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Kel Dillon, K-E-L-L-D-I-L-L-O-N. And my website is kellydillon.com. Amazing. Well, thanks so much, Kelly, for being here. And cheers till next time, guys. Stay inspired and follow your gut. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe. Tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired. 